Welcome to Hope Talks Podcast with Grayson Willis and Pastor Margaret Michael, where you'll hear inspiring stories that are filled with hope and good news in Jesus Christ. You can also search for our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and TuneIn. We would love your feedback and invite you to take a short, anonymous survey. You can find the link to the survey in the show notes. Welcome to today's broadcast of Hope Talks. I'm Grayson Willis. Thanks for tuning in. And today's broadcast is a recap of our 27th annual men's retreat from Church of the Nazarene in Harrisonburg down to Ocracoke Island, North Carolina, which took place on March 29th through April 1st. And this year, our theme was Lead On and Live Differently. We pray that today's broadcast will be a half hour of hope for your life. May God bless. I'm here with Pastor Adrian Mills, lead pastor of Church of the Nazarene in Harrisonburg. And this past year, we took our 27th annual men's retreat down to Ocracoke Island, North Carolina. Pastor Adrian, share a little bit about the topic that we uh, talked about this year, a familiar topic, but uh, the importance of it. Yeah, for um, a couple of years now, one of the themes that we've just been leaning on with our men is the topic of leadership. Our slogan is lead on. And um, part of that is just a a response to what we feel like is God's call for all believers to lead, to stand um, and lead wherever God has placed them. But far too often, I just feel like men specifically don't, don't become the leaders that the Lord has called them to be, whether that's in their workplace or their home within the church. Too many men are passive, are sitting back or, or standing in the shadows or not stepping up to do what God has called them to do. And so really it's a call for men to lead right where they are. Um, leadership doesn't look the same for every man. Uh, it doesn't mean everybody's called to get up front and talk into the microphone or Um, to take charge or be in charge of this ministry or that ministry, but we're all called to lead um, wherever the Lord has placed us. Yeah, it's a very important topic. And, you know, like you said, you don't have to be up front to lead. Any man can lead, lead by example. Yeah, and we really want to just encourage and empower all generations. This year specifically, we talked about the difference. What is the difference that that Jesus makes in our lives that causes us to lead on? And so we really broke it down into three parts our first session, we talked about thinking differently. Um, part of, of being the leaders that God has called us to be is that we think differently. We think differently than the way that we used to, the way that the world around us does. It's uh, We're transformed by the renewing of our mind. And, and that transformation begins in our mind and it causes us to think differently. The second session, we talked about giving differently. And that wasn't about money. It was about how we serve, how we give our lives uh, in obedience to the Lord and to others. And finally, we talked about going differently. We're called to go. And really that commission is uh, the great commission as you go um, and make disciples wherever you go. So that was kind of how we talked about leading on this year. It was thinking differently, giving differently, and going differently. Thank you, Pastor Adrian. And as you were talking, I was just thinking a main thought uh, about the difference that Christ makes. And if he's living our life, it makes all the difference. That's right. Yeah, he makes a difference. He does. Thank you, Pastor Adrian. Yeah, God bless. I'm here with Brian Charette, who uh, was part of the planning for our men's retreat topic this year. And Brian, tell us what the topic was and what went into why that topic. Well, for the past several years, the topic in general for the men's retreat has been on leadership. Our title is Lead On. And this year, the emphasis was on making a difference, making your world 
different. The idea is that we live in a tumultuous world. We live in a world that's largely godless and where men of God are depended on to make their world different, to live as true disciples of Jesus. So the idea was, how do we as men of God make a real difference wherever we are, work, home, school, church, wherever. And so the focus was on, first of all, we have to start by changing our mind. We have to think differently than the world thinks. We cannot let our thoughts hold us captive. We have to hold our thoughts captive. If we don't get to the point of being able to change our minds, then we can't make the world different. So the, that's, it was very intentional that the first message on men's retreat was on our minds, thinking differently. The second was on the idea of giving differently. The notion that um, Jesus telling us that you can't love any greater than to be willing to lay down your life and to live our world with open hands so that we don't want our stuff. We're not pursuing our stuff. We're not lusting after the things of the world, but we live life with open hands. We treat everything as a gift from God and we give. We surrender to God. We give our lives to each other and to God. We don't count ourselves as our own anymore, uh, but we belong to the Lord and we act that way. And then the third part of the men's retreat was on, the title was on going differently, but it was about essentially going with Jesus, that Jesus calls us as men. Once our minds are changed, once we've laid down our lives, Jesus calls us to go with him. And that means going wherever he calls us to go, whether we want to or not. It means looking for opportunities to make our world different. It means being on the offensive rather than being passive and being on the defensive. Men of God being on the offensive, looking for places where we're needed, looking for places where the influence of the gospel is needed, looking for places where truth is needed and grace is needed. And rather than laying back, wading into those and looking for every opportunity we can. So the idea is, as men of God, especially now in 2023, we don't know how much time we have left. We don't know how much time the world has left. We've seen all this tumult in our world, including a global pandemic. Uh, the idea is that men need to step up. Now is the time for men of God to make a difference for such a time as this. And so that was our emphasis right. on the men's retreat. Yeah, Brian. Well, thank you for sharing and thank you for how you helped the planning and all of that. And uh, really appreciate it. It was a great men's retreat and a Amen. great study and a great follow up from last year and just a great challenge to, like you said, to live differently, to go differently beyond just those few days that we had Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Um, thank you, Brian. Thank you. I'm Grayson Willis, and I'm here with Pastor Jared Link, our campus pastor at our East Rock campus, and he spoke during session one of our men's retreat. Jared, talk about uh, what specifically your topic was for your session. So our first session was about thinking differently uh, and this idea that our world should be different. We should be making an impact in our world. And as we glorify God, as we follow Christ, and we can't do that if our minds are focused on earthly or fleshly things. Uh, the truth is that our lives are a direct reflection of our thinking. And so what we're thinking about, what we're focused on, what our passions are, what our goals are, are really important to how we're living our life in and through uh, our world and our relationships. And so we dove into the Apostle Paul's words there in Colossians chapter 3, 
where he says that since you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. And there in verse two, he says, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. And so Paul here is pointing us to the reality that we have to be good stewards of our hearts and our minds, of our focus and our attention, uh, because that is shaping our life. And throughout that session, we unpacked some of that, what that means in our lives, how we focus on the Lord. And we also talked a little bit about when our focus is on the Lord, it's not on some other things. Uh, And and to be focused, have our mind and our heart right means we have to live lives uh, of repentance, of obedience and surrender. And if you read on there in Paul's writing in chapter three, he talks about some things that we need to uh, put to death. Uh, you know, he gives us very decisive language there in dealing distinctly with some of our stinking thinking, as Pastor right. Margaret likes yeah. to say. Yeah. Uh, and, and then he says uh, that we should take off, uh, you know, anger, malice, and all these other things. Uh, and that imagery there is like taking off dirty or grimy clothes. So Paul's given uh, us the instruction we need to focus our hearts and our minds, and we need to repent, to kill those desires, mm-hmm. to get rid of those things unbecoming of a follower of Jesus and to live differently. And, and boy, that's, that is a lot of the message. That's, that's the call uh, of surrendering what we would want, where we might gratify our flesh or our feelings, our desires and focusing on what God would have us to do. And so that session really just dove into those details uh, and unpacked that uh, and the need for our surrender uh, to allow God to transform our minds uh, and lead us uh, in Christ's likeness. Yeah, our thinking's really critical because if we change the way we think, you know, it says in the Bible, you know, just it talks about our mind and controlling our mind and changing the way we think, then we'll change the way we act. So it's very critical and definitely the key to living differently is thinking differently. Yeah. Absolutely. And Paul says in Romans 12, he says, uh, uh, in view of God's mercy, and, and there again, that was something else we, we talked about a little bit. Uh, that doesn't mean that we can think our way uh, into salvation, but right. that, but we once we're saved by faith in right. Jesus and we're going to celebrate the goodness of Good Friday and right. Easter Sunday uh, and the salvation we have in him. But following that, how we focus and how we steward our minds, it, it's all because of God's mercy. Right. And Paul says in Romans 12, he says, in view of God's mercy, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. And then he says this, which grace is what you reminded me of. He says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. And that's, man, that's your thinking. That's your focus in that renewing of the mind. And it's part of surrender too, surrendering control of our minds over to the Lord and what pleases Him. Don't you have a prayer that your Father likes to repeat for you? What What is that? I think I pray for the Lord to control my thoughts so that I won't have to worry what's my thoughts and what are his thoughts, because hopefully they're in one track. So essentially you're saying, Lord, uh, take over my thoughts so I don't have to worry about my thinking. Yep. That's the message in a sentence right there. (laughs) Amen. Thank you, Pastor Jared. Thanks for sharing on retreat, and thanks for sharing with me here today. My pleasure, Grayson. I'm here with Pastor Billy Logan, our pastor of discipleship here at Church of the Nazarene in Harrisonburg, and he spoke during session two of our men's retreat. Uh, Pastor Billy, just tell us what your focus and your topic was for session two of the retreat. Yeah, so um, our our main focus 
uh, kind of was this idea that, that we've been called to make our world different by being different, being the men and the people that God has called us to be. And so my session uh, specifically was focused on giving differently. And when we talk about giving, our first thought usually comes to our money, which right. does, it does include our money because when God gets all of us, uh, that includes all that we own, all, all of our money. But really it's this bigger picture of um, how can God use us to make our world different when um, he doesn't have all of us uh, as we are. And so this idea of giving differently really begins with the idea of are we willing to give ourselves to the way of Jesus? Right. You say, okay, well, what's the way of Jesus? The way of Jesus is found in Luke 9, and it's the way of the cross. He said, whoever wants to be my disciples must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. And so that daily denying ourselves is our daily giving all of ourselves to Christ and his purposes, um, taking up our cross and following in the way of Jesus. And so uh, none of us would say, yeah, I, I just want to keep doing it my way. I want to be in the center of my own will. Uh, we might live that way. We wouldn't say it that way. Uh, but really giving differently begins with just giving everything that we are to God's purposes. Um, and I said this, uh, during our time together, was if, if you want to know that you're in the center of God's will, then you must live according to God's ways. And if you want to live according to God's ways, then you must be a person of God's word, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so this is really the foundation for making our world different, is putting ourselves in a place uh, for God to make us different, to truly mm -hmm. transform us, to renew our hearts and minds, to truly be Lord of all of our life. And so really that's where we went with this idea of giving differently, that if we give differently, it'll lead us to living differently and ultimately being different will make our world different um, as the power of God fills us through his Holy Spirit. Um, as he transforms our hearts, our minds, our lives, uh, we will look different right. um, because we're not living according to what our culture says. We're living according to what his kingdom right. says. We're living um, with that in mind. And so really, that's kind of the main gist we focused on. It was it was giving of ourselves differently to God for his purposes mm -hmm. for the days in which we're living. Right. Yeah, and giving is more than just money. As you said, it's times, talents, you know, anything like that it goes along with giving. Yeah, and sometimes we struggle. We struggle, especially those, uh, and we, I say we, I'm talking about Christians, mm -hmm. people who are part of the church and followers of Jesus Christ. If we were honest, we struggle uh, to really make our world different. It just sounds, right. that sounds overwhelming, right? Yeah. With all that we see going on around us, the brokenness, uh, the chaos, and um, sometimes we're like, how could I make the world different? And really that struggle within us, I think sometimes isn't the lack of knowing what to do or not seeing a need, but it's really that perhaps we uh, we haven't given all that we are to God. We haven't, you know, we haven't right. surrendered relationships to him, or our finances or our leisure time or what we consume through the media or our smartphones. Um, perhaps we haven't uh, given him our sexuality, our desires, uh, all of these things make up who we are as humans. And so uh, once God has those, uh, then he really has us. And I love this quote uh, by Dennis Rainey. He said, Jesus didn't come to give you a good life. He came to give you his life. Amen. And that's what, I mean, that's this time of the year. You know, we're, we're celebrating Easter. It's the pinnacle of our faith. It's our hope, uh, the good news about what Jesus did on our behalf. And really, in response to that, the only thing we have to give him in return is all of our life. Right. And so that's, yeah, that's what we yeah. talked about. We talked about giving differently.
Yeah, and as you were talking, Pastor Billy, I was thinking about, you're talking about making our world different. Well, it's not us on our own, on our own Mm -hmm. strength. It's after we've surrendered, like you talked about surrender, after we've surrendered to him, he, through us, makes the world different. Him living in us is what makes the world different. Yeah, you're exactly right, Grayson. That's exactly, you know, our power uh, is not sufficient. Right. But in our weakness, his power is more than sufficient. And so it's really... Uh, uh, making a difference, being eternally productive in this life is really all about lordship and who is sourcing and empowering our lives uh, in the world in which we're living. And so, uh, and, and this is a beautiful reminder that God will give us, like you said, God will give us the grace to do what he calls us to do. Right. He'll give us the grace and the power to do those things in which he's calling us to do. Right. Powerful. Pastor Billy, would you mind sharing uh, what you shared with the men before the first session of our mentor tree, kind of an overview of the topic that we did? Yeah, for sure. So this is the main focus of our retreat over the last three retreats has been lead on. Just God's call as men um, seeking Jesus uh, to lead on, to be servant leaders in the world in which we're living. But the subtitle, the sub-theme of the time together was the difference. And so basically it was this idea that we, as men seeking the heart of God, uh, we're committed, uh, we are changed, and then we're called, we're commissioned to make our world different by being different. And this is really, in essence, it's the nature of belonging to the kingdom of God. And so, so that was our focus during our time at Men's Retreat in 2023. It was how can we lead lives as men, surrender to Christ in such a way that we make uh, we make a eternal difference in the lives of those around us. We're fighting complacency and weariness and selfishness and passivity. And how can we live determined today to really make our world different? Thank you for sharing, Pastor Billy. I appreciate it. Thank you, Grayson. Uh, I'm Grayson Willis, and I'm here with Pastor Kerry Willis, who shared at the third session of our men's retreat down to Ocracoke Island, North Carolina. It was our 27th year down there. Dad, just uh, tell us uh, what your session, specifically uh, what you shared on. Well, Grayson, thanks for inviting me. And uh, yeah, we were on our 27th a men's retreat from the Harrisonburg Nazarene Congregation uh, down to the homeland of your great-grandmother, my grandmother, uh, Margie, and it's always special to be there with the men. I was invited to speak uh, the final session on Friday evening, and so far uh, we had heard about thinking differently, giving differently, and the topic I was given was going differently. And I really could have gone a lot of directions with that, but it seemed the Lord led me uh, to the story uh, that we find in Luke's Gospel, chapter 9. Uh, It begins at verse 28, and it's the story of the transfiguration. And I want to just read that because that was the heart of what I shared, and I'll just share a few points afterwards. In the New Living Translation, Luke 9, verse 28, we begin our reading. About eight days later, Jesus took Peter, James, and John to a mountain to pray, and as he was praying, the appearance of his face changed, and his clothing became dazzling white. Then two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared and began talking with Jesus. They were glorious to see, and they were speaking of how he was about to fulfill God's plan by dying in Jerusalem. Peter and the others were very drowsy and had fallen asleep. Now they woke up and saw Jesus' glory and the two men standing with him. 
as Moses and Elijah were starting to leave, Peter, not even knowing what he was saying, blurted out, Master, this is wonderful. We will make three shrines, one for Moses and one for Elijah and one for you. But even as he was saying this, a cloud came over them, and terror gripped them as it covered them. Then a voice from the cloud said, This is my son, my chosen one. Listen to him. When the voice died away, Jesus was there alone. They didn't tell anyone what they had seen until long after this happened. I chose this passage because uh, it's like Jesus looked at Pete, Jim, and John and said, you'll be going with me. And so when we go with Jesus, that's definitely going differently. And so they uh, went up on the mountain, and this was a men's retreat. And in my observation of men's retreats, I've been to many, but they tend to be mountaintop experiences, you know, where we draw nearer to the Lord. Uh, We do kingdom business personally uh, with the Lord in our own lives. We draw nearer to Him, increased intimacy. And so I felt like this would be a a great way to approach the going differently idea. And so we want to be going with Jesus wherever He's going. Uh, The things I shared, there were about five ideas that I believe come from this. Uh, First of all, um, we could ask a question on the mountaintop, what did Peter, James, and John experience? Uh, When we're on a retreat, what should we experience? I think that they could mirror each other. Uh, First of all, it says that uh, Jesus took the three to a mountain to pray. So it began with really an invitation to a prayer meeting. And I believe that retreat is first and foremost a prayer meeting in spiritual community. And so uh, we shouldn't overlook uh, the importance of being present for prayer meetings in spiritual community with others. Certainly we have personal prayer lives, and that is where it begins, I suppose. But we want to be sure to get in group prayer meetings because wonderful things can happen as we see in the story of the Transfiguration. So why does the Lord invite us to the mountaintop? Why do we go and retreat, first of all? to pray, uh, to pray together, to be in a prayer meeting in spiritual community. Uh, The second reason that Jesus invited St. Jim and John to the mountain was for transformation. Now, the word here is transfiguration. Transfiguration means to be radically changed. Now, in the transfiguration story, Jesus was radically changed. But whatever Jesus has, that's part of our inheritance. So if he experiences transfiguration, radical change before our eyes, then he has that also in store for us. He wants us to experience a radical change. So what is transfiguration for us? What is it to be radically changed? Well, it's regeneration. We go from death to life, uh, you know, from spiritual death to spiritual life. So we want to have transformation. Jesus invites us to the mountain to pray. He invites us to the mountain for transformation. The third idea is we're invited to the mountain to experience an awakening to who Jesus really is. And that's what happened on the mountain. I mean, eight days earlier, uh, Jesus had said uh, at Caesarea Philippi uh, that he would build his church, the gates of hell would not prevail against it. He had also asked a question, uh, who do you say that I am? And in that moment, Peter just sort of blurted out, you are Messiah. In other words, you are the Christ. You're the son of the living God. Now, at this transfiguration event, which was eight days after that, uh, he finds out 
that that's who Jesus really is. And so the transformation, seeing Jesus in all his glory uh, on the mountain was proof and further proof will come that what Peter had declared was surely true. Um, so we come for awakening, awakening to who Jesus really is. Uh, the fourth idea uh, that Jesus invited Pete, Jim, and John to the mountain to experience was that they might hear Father God's voice. And so they surely did. You know, while Peter was blurting out, you know, let's not leave this place, let's build tabernacles, shelters, shrines, whatever, uh, the voice of Father God spoke. And he said, this is my son. You know, this is the one I'm pleased with, the whole idea, this is the Christ. And so there's the further validation of what Peter had said at Caesarea Philippi when Jesus asked, who do you say that I am? He said, you are the Christ, you're the son of the living God. And now he hears the voice of Father God actually saying that aloud, that this is my son. And so got the final validation. So, so far, what have we come to the mountain for? Why have we come to retreat? We've come to pray in spiritual community. We've come to experience uh, radical change, transformation. We've come to have an awakening to who Jesus really is. We've come to hear Father God's voice validate who Jesus really is. And then the fifth idea is we've come to the mountain, we come to retreat, to obey. Because once Father God's voice was heard, here's what he said, listen to my son. And so he's given us a command, and so we are brought to the mountain to obey what Father God has said. And what he has said is to listen to what my son is saying. And so this is kind of the whole of what I shared uh, while we were there. And it's a very significant event in the Gospels. Uh, it's recorded in Luke 9, and it's recorded other places in the harmony of the Gospels. But the whole idea is that the transfiguration is not just for Pete, Jim, and John. The radical change is not just for uh, Pete, Jim, and John. Uh, it's for us as well. And so I believe that uh, during the session and during our prayer time and all of that, uh, that we certainly experience prayer together. I believe we experience radical change in our lives. That'll show up later. Uh, I believe there was an awakening uh, to who Jesus really is. I believe we heard the voice of God speaking to us individually, maybe even corporately. He said, my sheep know my voice. And I believe the call was to obey everything that Jesus has to say. And when Jesus was getting ready to leave the planet, he told his disciples, it is best for you that I go away, because if I go, I will send the counselor. I will send the spirit of truth. I'll send the Holy Spirit. And he said, the Holy Spirit will remind you of everything I have said. And so this is the beauty of going differently. We go with the Holy Spirit now within us. Since Pentecost, uh, the Holy Spirit is the inheritance of those who belong to the Lord. And the only way we can really go differently, go delightfully differently into the world, is to go with the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth that Jesus has left with us, to go with the Holy Spirit into the world and to have the Holy Spirit reminding us of everything Jesus has said, and to obey that, and to teach others to obey that. 
So that kind of in a nutshell is what I shared. I began with Luke 9.51, which when I'm approaching Holy Week and we were at the retreat, I love Luke 9.51. It's where Jesus and his disciples were at the Sea of Galilee region. And it says in Luke 9.51, Jesus steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem. And so uh, Jesus was very resolute, very determined that he was going to go to Jerusalem. And I think this transfiguration experience helped to prepare uh, Pete, Jim, and John, his inner circle, so to speak, for what was up ahead. So they had the prayer meeting. They had the transformation. They had the awakening. They heard the voice of Father God, and they were to obey everything Jesus had to say. Uh, I did share, and I almost always share, uh, Philippians 2.13, which uh, you know, Grayson, and most people who know me know is probably my favorite life verse. I have many life verses, of course, but this is, I believe, my favorite these days. Uh, Philippians 2.13, it kind of speaks to the idea of going differently. And Philippians 2.13, the Apostle Paul writes these words, For God is working in you, giving you the desire to obey Him and the power to do what pleases Him. And so that's the idea of going differently with God working in us through the Holy Spirit. Uh, we have a desire to obey everything that God is pleased with. And so that was the joy of sharing. Of course, it was longer, but those are kind of the notes of where my heart was and still is. Dad, uh, as you said there, uh, that is hope, not just for the disciples in those days, but also for us today. And, uh, the most important part is that the spirit goes with us. The spirit that lives in us goes with us. And just as they said in the Bible, uh, Jesus, we're not going unless you go with us. So that's the same with us today with the spirit. So thank you for sharing Dad. I appreciate it. All joy, Grayson. And thanks for the work you do to help us to remember the things that we've experienced together and to share it with others, which is part of the stewardship of being a true believer of Jesus. Thank you, Dad. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of Hope Talks. We pray that it truly has been a half hour of hope for your life. May God bless. Hope Talks is sponsored by Church of the Nazarene Harrisonburg in partnership with Sunshine Ministries. Thanks for listening to today's podcast of Hope Talks. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe for updates and the latest episodes. Also, if you're in the Harrisonburg, Rockingham County area, We invite you to listen on the radio each Sunday at noon on 1470 AM or 102.1 FM WBTX.